Want to have safe kinky sex? Make sure you make your way over to AdamEve.com. Adam and Eve has over 12 million satisfied customers worldwide. Everything from the newest vibrators to classic movies. When you're on AdamEve.com, make sure to enter in the promo code HUSH50. That's H-U-S-H-5-0 to get 50% off almost any one item and free shipping. Do I need to say that again? Free shipping. Make sure you have your kinky, safe sex needs satisfied by visiting AdamEve.com. Sex, dating, relationships, and all things kept on the hush. Welcome to Hush, the podcast that brings you the shit you love to hear. Let's slide into the episode. Dropping that sexiness for your ears as we enter another volume of Hush. Hello, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Hush Podcast. This is another Hush Hush episode. So yes, I'm going to mouth off on a topic. This topic I want to talk about is the double-edged sword of sexuality. So obviously I wouldn't be here having this discussion with you if I wasn't open about sex, dating, and relationships. All of this, as I've expressed countless times, I've lost count, (laughs) is something I couldn't talk about easily with my extended family. I had those conversations with my mom because of the nature of her being a teen mom and her wanting to address that sex and pregnancy were a real thing. She also wanted me to know about STDs and just being safe, so we got pretty deep into talks, you know, about, about sex when I was... 11, I pretty much got the game laid out for me, even though I was far from having sex. I already knew what it consisted of and what could happen. So I'm glad, first of all, that I was able to have those types of conversations with my mom. Expanding past that, coming onto this journey with the podcast, I knew that once I opened up this door of sexuality and started to talk about it openly, it was going to close other doors. Biggest concern was that it was going to close the doors of journalism for me. But the crazy thing is, is that those doors were already closed for me. I wasn't getting any real offers for any work as a journalist. I published a few articles. I wrote an ebook. I just didn't have what they were looking for, you know? Um, I didn't have enough experience. I needed experience to gain experience. It was a vicious cycle. It still is. I still don't even consider myself a real journalist. Even though I've taken what I've learned and I've launched this podcast journey as a way to share other stories. I mean, that storytelling in itself and just speaking the truth. Speaking the truth is the foundation of journalism. But I still don't give myself that credit as being a real journalist. Probably because I don't have the title behind it. But anyway... 
I knew once I went down this path, it was going to close those doors. A lot of papers are conservative, and this is something that's pretty liberal. A lot of people can be conservative, and I was speaking about, and still I'm speaking about, liberal things. There's a lot of liberal shit going on, <laughs> at least in my mind. But it was these conversations where I was like, why are we not having them? Why are we not? Then you wonder why this teenager got pregnant. Well, she was having sex. Why didn't we have these talks? You know, I just feel like a lot of things can be spoken about in the sense of people are going to have sex when they feel the urge. So we shouldn't suppress that feeling. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and fuck everybody. That's not what I'm trying to get at. If that's how you want to live your life, again, I don't judge on that. But what I am saying is we shouldn't dismiss those urges and we shouldn't be afraid to have those talks about it. That's automatically a sin. You shouldn't be doing this, at least in the religious background that I was in. That was a big no-no. Premarital sex was not it, and you needed to be married. <laughs> End of the discussion. So anyway, coming back onto the double-edged sword of sexuality, I knew that mixed in with religious values, morality, professionalism, once I began speaking about sex, dating, and relationships, a lot of doors were going to close, and ironically, a lot of them opened. <laughs> the same as I felt like some were closing and are still closed, I was able to manage to speak to a lot of people on this podcast. And I'm still amazed by that. I'm still amazed that people have heard about it from another person and that news spread about it. I wanted this to be a platform where I could share things and in a sense, bear it all. And that was nervous. That was nervousness for me. I was very nervous. If you listen to my first episode, I, I'm so awkward on it because it's my first time addressing sexuality and my first time also knowing that once I publish this episode, I could possibly lose some chances, you know, freelance opportunity with this publication or this publication, but I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting those opportunities anyway. So I was like, why don't I just talk about what I want to talk about? And that's what I did. I launched Hush for that reason. So here I am having these topics about sexuality, even going as far as relationships and in-depth into how the dating scene is these days and I feel like like I said um I knew some doors were going to close and some were going to open the same thing as well with how people perceive me some people are going to perceive me as a sexual freak a heathen somebody that's just sinning um a whore if you want to dub me that way <laughs> Because of my promiscuity, I know that I've been promiscuous at times and I give in to pleasures of the flesh. So that's something that's a big no-no in what I grew up with. And I knew I was going to get all these labels as soon as I became open about my sexuality. I knew I was going to get men that only wanted to see that part of me because I shared a sexual meme, because I shared a clip from my podcast about a sexual fantasy. I knew it. I already knew beforehand that I was going to get both sides of the sword, basically. <laughs> You're going to get all of the spectrum. You really are. You're going to get people that respect it, though, as well. I wouldn't be having these interviews and conversations. These discussions wouldn't have been had 
if there wasn't people just as open-minded to discussing all this. So that's where I've been feeling. I've been feeling like even though I knew I was going to lose some opportunities, I've been blessed to gain them. I've had some awesome conversations with people and I still want to continue having those conversations. But yeah, sexuality itself is just a double-edged sword. What you put out, you're going to receive as well. So if some people, particularly for me, if some men just see the sexual side of me all the time, sex, 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 like, oh, this girl's down to fuck. Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Sometimes I may be, and sometimes I may have just posted a meme for the fuck of it. I just thought it was hilarious. Yes, I do admit that I could be pretty sexual, and I get horny at times. I'm a person. <laughs> I have my urges, but no, that doesn't mean I'm trying to fuck everybody out there. Um, I just knew, like I said, that sexuality was going to be a double-edged sword. So I wanted to address that I knew that. I knew all those things beforehand. But anyway, that's enough venting for this episode. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another Hush Hush episode on the Hush Podcast. And I hope you all have a great night. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today for another special edition of Hush. You can find us on thehushpodcast.com, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Red Dragons Radio, any Alexa-enabled devices, and all other major platforms. Also, make sure to visit me on Instagram and Twitter at hushpodcast69.